1: I'll um, um, mute your. yourself. No, that was the point. I wanted to be muted. <laughs> um, a couple of things. First of all, it looks like you're in the pitch black, and it looks like I'm in like the this Hollywood set with my brand new setup. I got a new computer. I'm using my. I'm using the new camera. So it's the dark be, time for the Padres. I decided I was going to be in. You the You went dark. I, I went like dark. it. Um, okay. I didn't. I thought this might be a solo show because Jim's doing a show tomorrow solo because I'm going to Red Hot Chili Peppers. But Jim Russell is here tonight. Yeah. And we are, we he, are, he can't, you can't miss this one. I mean, you can't miss this one. So we're here for you tonight. Um, make your way in. Please subscribe. Please smash the like button. Please follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. This is right now, I would say the low point, not the low watermark, but the low point. 19 and 19. It's May 11th and the Padres have been called out by their manager. After losing a series to the Minnesota Twins, they lose today 5 3. We appreciate your support of this channel as always. If you'd like to support the content we do day in and day out, year in and year out, in season, out of season, please contribute with a, uh, a super chat. Please consider a super chat. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Thank you as well for your memberships. You can click the join button down below. You get emojis and badges. It's a great way to support this channel. Um, James, I appreciate that. Uh, we're not here to talk about my setup, though. I, I want to get to it. I know Jim does as well. I know our viewers want to do it as well. Today hopefully is a low point and this is something that becomes a jumping off point for the Padres last year in September when Bob Melvin you know had that moment in Arizona and was critical of his team his team finished the season well this is different it's early Jim um we've said it for weeks he finally says it publicly and I'm glad he did it I give him credit for doing it the team is a shell of what they should be they're 19 and 19 they should be much better than that The offense continues to just be incredibly problematic, and it all came to a head here this afternoon with what Bob Melfin said postgame.
2: Yeah, I mean, what he said was pretty telling. Um, No fight. Uh, Their approach sucks. They need to be better. Um, Just all around, it's not good enough, and he's 100% right. Mm -hmm. Uh, this team is the worst hitting team in baseball with runners in scoring position. They are 19 and 19. They're 500 at 38 games. Um, You have guys on this team making hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, not performing right now. Um, You have the others on this team all automatic outs, Grisham, Nola, Kim, any e. Odor, Nelson Cruz, right now, uh, you know, Brett Sullivan, uh, whoever, Adam Engel, I mean, Jake Cronenworth. I mean, these guys are just not doing anything offensively. Um, and when that happens, You need your big bats in the middle of the order to really produce. In the middle of the order, it is not producing to the level that you want. Monday night, you had Manny and Soto lead the way. I don't think anybody else really did anything that game, and they scored six runs. But Manny and Soto went off. Uh, When Manny and Soto don't go off, then you're going to be hard-pressed to score a lot of runs. It just is. It is what it is because you have a lineup that is, I mean, flat-out dog shit at times um yeah. so yeah it's bob melvin needed to say something we've been talking about it for a while now you can go out there and use the excuse of it's early well you know if bob melvin's pissed off then you should be pissed off too plain simple
1: yeah and the whole like save me the 2019 nationals in the 2020 or whatever break. Every team is unique to each other. I understand what the Nationals did in 2019. There are other examples of teams that have been 500 or below this late in the season or later to have good seasons. Nobody's saying jump off the bandwagon and this team is doomed for failure this year. What we are saying is the first quarter of the season has been extremely disappointing. And if something doesn't change, then all of a sudden we're going to look up and you're going to be at the halfway point and they're going to have a comparable record. And this is, this is too. Good of a team, too good of a roster, too much spending. Peter Seiler has invested too much in this for this team to be playing like this. And for Bob Melvin to say it after today tells you that he's as frustrated as we all are. And now the question is, does that message get through to his team? And can they quickly turn it on against a team that's won, what, 10 of 12 or 11 of 13 in the L.A. Dodgers? And since the whole Kershaw meme gate, yeah, I know it's stupid. It is. But I'm just saying, using that date, I mean, since they beat the Dodgers Friday night, they haven't been good. Dodgers have been, Padres haven't been. The two teams are separated now by four games. This is a danger time. I mean, you have to do everything in your power to get a game in Los Angeles. Otherwise, I mean, it's deja vu all over again. You're seven games out. You're like, what? We're seven games out, one quarter of the way through the season? You know, that, that's a complete disaster. It's,
2: it's one thing if this team was 19 and 19. And they were hitting as a collective like two thirty five with runners in scoring position. And you're like, that's not the end of the world. It's probably middle of the pack, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd be like, okay, that that it's not the worst thing. It's not the best thing. You're out middle, and you expect Manny to pick it up here. You know, this year eventually because he does have a track record, and it's it's Manny Machado, right? But the fact that they're so bad. With runners in scoring position, it's like—I it, it, mean, it is horrific when they had when they have a runner in scoring position. That, to me, is the most concerning thing of it all. And I would bet you it's Bob Melvin's as well. I would bet you that the 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 root of his anger today is not pro, is not based off Manny Machado's having a horrible start to the year. It's not based off that Xander Bogarts over the last thirty games has not been good you know it's not based off that Austin Nola is literally an automatic out every time he's out there it's based off of this team when they get runners in scoring position they're dead last in baseball by a wide margin
1: the one thing with that is because it's like team-wide and it's like a team-wide issue it's that there's no guarantee that it remains a team-wide issue although clearly it's in their heads right now it's an approach thing John and
2: he even said it
1: there's no fight
2: that's yeah. I, mean, I don't, that don't think it's a...
1: an approach thing specifically with men in scoring position, but when I, mean, you, I guess it is, yeah, I, I, I think it's more that they, they're clearly pressing and they're they shouldn't be pressing in May, they shouldn't be pressing in April, they shouldn't be pressing at Petco. I mean, you're not you shouldn't be pressing on a Wednesday day game against the Minnesota Twins with men in scoring position. Their one hit with a men in scoring position in this game was a ball, I think, off the pitcher, yeah, hit by Juan Soto, and they were one for seven. I, I'm not here's what. I'm willing to say that just because they haven't hit with men in scoring position doesn't mean they're not going to hit with men in scoring position. But I do feel like it's a collective issue. And hopefully it becomes, you know, what do they say? It's contagious. I mean, hopefully something turns this thing and they can just get looser and freer. For whatever reason, they've been so tight to start this year. Let's get to some of these supers. Zephyr, thank you for the first time super. He says, first time donor, keep up the uh work you guys cheers cheers to you as well Zephyr. we really Matt. do appreciate that i can run through these supers i don't know if you notice this right now jim in I do, Streamyard, like stream the, the star feature which is awesome uh Juan soda walks thank you for your super chat as well he says which is an average offense we would be in first place it's probably accurate they're four games out i said this earlier today as well they're, the padres are an hour closer to last place and again the standings thing I'm not going to get caught up in it on May 11th. I would get caught up in it if the Dodgers end up, you know, opening up an eight, nine, 10 game, leading the division. But the Padres are closer to the Rockies than they are the Dodgers. They're three games ahead of the Rockies and four games behind the Dodgers. But yeah, it's an offensive issue, Jim. The pitching has been good. This is a, this is one side of the ball, quote unquote issue. And it's the offense.
2: It's 100% the offense. Your superstars aren't performing. Your entire lineup's not performing. I just go back to today. You have the bases loaded in the seventh inning, and Trent Grin Trent Grisham gives you pretty shitty at bat, to be honest with you, with the bases loaded in two outs. And I, I would bet. I don't know if Bob Melvin got ejected before that or after he did. that. Okay, before that, mm-hmm. I would, I would bet. I would love to see Bob Melvin's reaction to that at bat in the clubhouse, because I guarantee you it wasn't pretty. You take a, you take a. A uh, hanging, I think it was a slider. I don't know what it was, but a hanging pitch right down the middle. And he wasn't even in a position to attack that pitch. I know I get it. The guy, you know, walked a couple batters before Trent Gershom, but the first pitch of that at bat, you're not even looking to swing and that shit's right down the pipe. That's the problem with this team. That's the, that is like the, the main issue with this team. Is they're not looking to attack; they're just waiting for, I guess, their pitch instead of attacking. And
1: I, I mean, I don't know. I you mean, don't know. The, the Dodgers take more pitches than the Padres this year. The well, Dodgers take more pitches than the Padres. You've watched the percent, every single Padres game. Percent of how, pitches taken. And you look at your teams. See, the, the top five teams in percent pitches taken. Four of them are good, and then you have the Padres. Well, whatever it is the Padres are doing, it's not. Working. I don't think it's just. I don't think the the strategy is hey let's just take. I think they have guys that have that are no, capable uh, of working deep deep counts like I don't Soto. I don't think
0: Machado.
2: they're going up there to take, but I do think they're going up there with uh, bad approaches.
1: Yeah, but again, I, I don't, and I'm with you. I understand, but I mean, I don't think it's as simple as being like it's a bad approach. Let's make it a good approach. Well, what is the approach? What's the bad approach? Taking if you see a fastball, fastball, react and fucking swing the bat. If, if, if Trent Grisham swings the first pitch fastball at the bases loaded after back-to-back walks and pops out, what's the reaction?
2: I get it. It's because it's Trent Grisham. I understand it. He's, a, he's in a lose-lose situation. Yep. It, it's as simple as that. Trent Grisham is not a good baseball player, okay? And he's in a lose-lose situation. You get a pitch down the dick, and you don't swing, but then you strike out, everyone's going to be complaining about him not swinging <laughs> right. the, the first pitch. If he swings at the first pitch and he pops up, everyone's complaining they he swung at the first pitch. He's in a lose-lose situation because he's not a good baseball player. End of story.
1: All right, let's get to Carlos. Carlos, what's going on, man? Thank you for uh, hanging out with us. Um, For those that don't know, Carlos was with me in Mexico City. He was with Jim last weekend at Petco Park. Huge Padres fan, loyal viewer of the wrap-up show. Carlos, thank you. Um, He says, runners in scoring position makes me want to hit my freaking wall. Also, Bomell did a a terrible job managing the bullpen. They've been taxed, but Honeywell in the eighth. Total BS. Well, this was an issue really heading into the game, I think, Carlos, right? And I saw this from A.J. Cassaville even earlier in the day. They said, listen, there's not a lot of options that are going to be available to Bob Melvin today because of the amount of innings that they've thrown the last couple of days. So depending on who was available, and I guess you could have gone to Stephen Wilson first, Jim. I guess that's an option. But Honeywell was in the seventh inning because Darvish went six, and Honeywell yeah. was first down in relief. So this mm-hmm. was the seventh inning when Honeywell came on, not the eighth.
2: Yeah, I mean, and just, you know, Darvish pitches 80 pitches. You're like, what the hell? Why did he pitch 80 pitches? But Melvin didn't want to risk anything because mm-hmm. his, he was shaking his arm. Maybe you started with Stephen Wilson that, in that inning instead of Brent Honeywell. Maybe you... It's time to not put Brent Honeywell in high-leverage situations anymore. I mean, he hasn't done the greatest. So, I mean, it is what it is there, but again, I, I, it's hard pressed for me to get upset at this bullpen right now right. with the way this offense has been playing. It just is. I mean, you can nitpick and you can talk about the bullpen and talk about, you know, hey, should have done this and should have been here and this guy this. At the end of the day, I mean, you had multiple opportunities to blow this game open, and you couldn't do it. And you lose 2-3, or three, and you're 3-for-22 in the series with runners in scoring position, and you're hitting 2-3 or as a team this year with runners in scoring position.
1: Yeah. That's, that's that, the story. That is – and it goes deeper. I mean, the individual struggles – the collective struggles are bad. The individual struggles are bad too. I mean, Jake Cronenworth, where are you? Manny Machado, where are you? Xander Bogarts, where are you? Grisham, Kim, Nola, I mean, Cruz, Carpenter, where are these guys? Prolonged periods of time without contributing. I mean, not a day or two or three, like 10,
2: yeah. 15, 20 games. It's great that Juan Soto has He's turned it on here. Red hot. He is one of the hottest players in baseball. Yeah. Um, but when you have zero help around you and you can't hit, you can't, your team, as a, as a whole, can't hit worth a shit with runners and scoring position. Who cares if you're hitting 409 for the last 10 games?
1: Right. Um, all right, let me get to these supers. Let's roll through some of these. Guys, thank you for hanging out. Uh, we're here for you on days like today. There will be better days. There's a big series coming up in Los Angeles. I don't care if it's only May. I don't want to hear that it's early. It's a big series. Uh, James, thank you for your support with the super chat. Very generous. He says he watched uh, Gore's last start. And the Nats were down 6-2 in the ninth inning, scored five runs to take the lead. They lost 8-7. But still, if the Nats can score five runs in the ninth against Arizona, why can't we? I mean, there's been no level of consistency, James. So you're 100% right when it comes to that. They've had no level of consistency. It, but it's not as if they haven't hit occasionally. I mean, they'll, they'll show up. Forget Mexico City. But, you know, game one of the series, they score six runs. Um Maybe game one against the Dodgers, they scored five or six runs when Tatis hit those two home runs. So it's not like it's not possible. The part that makes you want to bang your head against the wall is like, why can't they do it consistently? They'll get big games from Soto and Tatis. They'll score six runs, and then they'll go quiet the very next night. That, that's that's the frustrating part for me. Maybe
2: instead of me just calling out Juan Soto a couple days ago to be better, I should just like say the same thing and just insert Padres player here. Like, everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I, Juan Soto, you need to be better. Good job. You, yes, you, do that. You, you are now hot. Um, Manny Machado, bro. I don't want to hear this shit about, hey, it's going to it's gonna happen. Like, do it right now. Enough. All right? You're the, you're the captain of this team. You are one of the highest paid players in baseball. You got a fat contract this offseason. Uh, you were second in MVP voting last year. Without you, this team doesn't, even sniffed the postseason last season, um, and you need to be better. You need to you need to be better. Just plain and simple. I don't care what you did in the past. It's what what's happening right now. And right now, you're not you're not getting it done. Be better, Xander uh, yeah. Bogarts. You had a great start to your season on base, thirty straight games. That's great. You need to be better. You signed a two hundred eighty million dollar contract. You are hitting the middle of this lineup. You're the team's shortstop. Um, you need to be better. Plan simple. The others, how about, I don't know, do fucking anything at the plate one time. That'd be cool. One time. That'd be awesome. Be better.
1: There you go. Why is it? I, I got this new computer. I already have an issue, which is how come I can't find the scroll bar in Chrome? It's like super it's probably, finicky. It's
2: probably there somewhere.
1: It's super weird. Um, I want to get to, I went out of order here, but James, thank you. This is cool,
2: though we can see everything like in order.
1: Yeah, it's it's very cool. But I'm having. But John, my first time using a computer.
2: I knew this was going to happen. I I knew it. I called it. I texted him today. I'm like, how many questions (laughs) you're gonna? How many basic questions are you gonna ask about your new computer? Like, how do you turn it on? Where's the scroll bar? Where's the settings? Do with me how I'm using the mouse. I don't know how to use the mouse because you're probably like doing this instead of like. Wait, how do uh, I do it? Like you're scrolling.
1: I don't want to do it. What you do it. Oh, you know what? You're right.
2: You're scrolling the wrong way. I don't way. know
1: how to do that. Okay. Let me, okay. Let's run through the super. Spencer has a very lengthy um, super that is over multiple supers. So I want to get to a couple here from, uh, from Spencer. I, I I feel like I'm all over the place here. All right, Spencer. Thank you for your support. Thank you for the super chat. He says he's got a lot to say. One, Padres hitting is awful. DeRosa said today. Soto changed from no, no, yes, to yes, yes, no, and swinging, and that is what the team needs to do. I like that. That's a very good super. That's an interesting way to look at it. That's a, that's a great simplistic way yeah. to see what's happened here with Juan Soto over the last week plus. So let's start there. I mean, Juan Soto, let's be honest, is swinging. He's swinging with two strike counts. He's swinging with three ball counts. He's just more aggressive, and it's really paying off in a big way.
2: That's like my whole point with Trent Grisham today and the approach, how are you taking that pitch down the middle? Right. I know he's in a, a lose-lose situation. If he swings the first pitch and pops it up, we'll be killing him because he, the guy just walked a couple batters before him. If he did what he did today where he took a pitch right down the middle and ended up striking out on balls out of the zone, then we're killing him. So the only way he wins in this situation is if he comes through. But the approach that Spencer just said there, is the approach that Trent Grisham was doing today, which was a uh, no, no, yes. And even then, it was too late to get mm-hmm. to a yes because the ball's already passed you. Instead, yeah. you need to be in a yes, yes, no, where read and react. Juan Soto's done that lately. He changed it up, which I'm happy he did because it was getting very, very bad. Um, and how can you let that 93-mile-hour Get me over fastball. Go right by you, and you don't even you, can. You, don't, you don't even like
1: look like you're ready to swing the bat. That was the whole thing.
2: He just he basically was taking first pitch, no
1: matter what. Real quick, I wanted to look this up. Juan Soto in the National League is seventh in on base percentage and in OPS. And remember, this start was bad. He is really now. What the hell is he? In the National League, Soto in OPS, I can't find. But he's, where the hell is he? Oh, he's 16th. He's 16th in the National League in OPS. He's 7th in on base. I mean, he's he's heating up. He's got a chance with another couple of good weeks to be a top five hitter in the National League. He's got to continue down this path. All right, Spencer, thank you again for another very generous Super oh, wow, Chat and your so. membership. Guys, if you're here we are here for you. Year-round Padres content. They lose today in Minnesota. Bob Melvin calls out his team for the first time this year. He does it in May. The Padres are 19-19. They're going for Dodgers Stadium. They're going to L.A. and to play at Dodgers Stadium tomorrow, the first of a three-game series. All right, Spencer, let's get to this. He says, the runner and scoring position situation is awful. I am fully in the camp of hiring Fernando Tatis Sr. He apparently has been working with El Nino, and it's evident. Maybe Soto has talked to him. Uh, the team looked lost at the plate, and it's awful. Okay, bad times call for unconventional measures. Is Fernando Tati Sr. looking for a job? And will he save this anemic offense? I, I won't go there. <laughs> You're not going to go there? Probably not. Well, hold on. You could entertain it for a, a $20 super chat. Not right. the entertain of Fernando hiring, Tati Sr., but you can...
2: You hiring for, hiring, for, hiring for Fernando Tati Sr.? That will fix everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. You can't ask anyone to fix the big four. They got to do it themselves. And, and really even like Cronworth. Like, right now like, it's like
2: two of the four. Like, like Tatis is playing well. He's not yeah. red hot, but he's playing well. He's playing, I mean, good actually. Machado's lost and Bogart, Bogarts is now lost too. I mean, yeah. You take away you take away that Saturday game in Mexico City for Machado, It's
1: his numbers are even worse. I wish I could do it. I can do it if I sit down with a piece of paper. I don't want to. But he's a 698 OPS right now. I think you're taking 50 points out of there with one game. With he that two two-homer game.
2: It was like four for five or something
1: or four for six? I forget. Was he that good? Because that was the Cruz five for five game or five for six. I don't know. Let me check. Yeah, I mean, he was really good. I think he can easily take 50 points out of there. Let me finish off this like triple there's, threat. There's, from... there, were, there were no doubters, but still it's. I bet it was Mexico City. I mean, we, I mean, the ball was I was there. It was a joke. It was a launching pad. Um, Spencer, let me finish off these uh, three supers from Spencer. Thank you, man, again. He says Nolan needs to go. He's a black hole. Odor, yeah, whatever. The team feels like front runners and we're stressing our bullpen every day. I, I don't disagree with anything here. I mean, Nola, this is a huge problem. Odor is a problem. Yes, he homered today, but he has no role. And yeah, they get out to a lead okay. Playing from behind hasn't been good. And you're right. There is a level of taxing this bullpen. I don't think today is anyone's real fault. Darvish should have gone more than six innings if not for not feeling himself with his arm, 80 pitches or whatever. Um, but you know what happens when you tax a bullpen. Look at 2021.
2: Manny was three for four that day.
1: Okay, three for four with two homers and a double? Yeah. Yeah, it's 50 points of his OPS is my guess. Okay. Um, Whenever Luis Camposano
2: gets back, which, (laughs) I mean, who the hell knows, you need to give him Austin Nola's playing time. And I'm not saying they should release Austin Nola because it's – I don't think Bob Melvin would want to go with a, a catching duo of Brett Sullivan and Luis Campusano, right? Like I don't know with the, with this pitching staff, with Darvish, I don't know if you'd want to go there. But um, we're if we're talking about, or you know, trade deadline needs along with bullpen relief and you know, catching is I would think up there.
1: I don't know if you can wait it off, and I'm I'm all for. You know, I'm not saying go make a trade in May because I don't think it's easy to do. But can you really wait it off? As bad as their catching has been offensively, I mean, you knew that one guy in the off season that, or even
2: last year, that I was like, they, th- this team got this player, it would like, make Bob Melvin's life so so much easier. Mm-hmm. That was Sean Murphy. I had him in, he had him in Oakland. Um, he is one of the best catchers in baseball, not only defensively but offensively. And I know he got a huge contract from Atlanta, but you know, Atlanta had to trade for him. And so I don't think it was like this huge blockbuster. I mean, maybe it was. I don't know. But, I mean, that's a missed opportunity. Um, but I, I would say catching is a huge area of need right now for this team because you have one of the worst catchers in baseball. And he, and he's not good. I mean, at least Austin Hedges, when he was here, he was good defensively. I mean, Nola gives you
1: nothing. can't throw anyone out. I mean, I was all for Christian Vasquez. Vasquez hasn't hit with Minnesota. Catchers don't hit, but no. they hit better than 150. I mean, you've got to be able to hit 215. Um, and he's not capable of doing that. We're, we're going to get to all these supers, by the way. I'm going to take a break after the super to tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz. In a moment, but I do want to thank Carlos again for a super chat. He says, I don't care how good the top of the lineup is, when you have the seven, eight, nine hitters, this goes back to the NOLA point, being automatic outs, risk will be left on base and rally killers will happen. Yeah, there's no doubting that that having three, four spots in the lineup that don't contribute with regularity is becoming a big problem. And you know, you'd like to think five players with the big four in Cronenworth is enough to carry your lineup. To. I said last night, I think, before you were on, I'm like, you got to fall out of bed at three and a half runs per game. Easy. You have to. Every single night. And they don't. They don't. I mean, they, they've struggled to score four runs in this series. So, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, the bottom of the lineup is, is a problem. If
2: anything, you know, your top five in the order should make life hell for the opposing pitcher. Right. And they're not at all. So, yeah, it, it's it's when the team isn't hitting, it's every everything is magnified. I guarantee you, if seven, eight, nine hitters on this team were doing exactly what they're doing now, but you had Manny playing a lot better, you had Cronenworth playing a lot better, and Bogarts playing a lot better, it wouldn't matter what the seven, eight, nine hitters were doing.
1: It just wouldn't. Right. Here we go again
2: hold on oh my god
1: it's the new computer factor hold on you can't oh no 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 it's not a scroll guys Google Chrome may not be able to record see you know how I hit the screen share I can do it but I gotta I gotta quit and reopen hold on
2: I remember my first time using a
1: laptop oh, dude I bought a freaking new computer oh wait hold on boom i got it it, right already did it we both did it (laughs) i did it um all right thank you again carlos um let me tell you about mark nimitz at farmers insurance because we wouldn't be able to do this day in and day out without the support of mark nimitz at farmers insurance (laughs) why did you pull yours sorry Uh, i just want to be better it's all good um listen mark has been a huge supporter of this channel since day one if you have insurance needs you have to get in contact with Mark. That's really all we ask. If you're a San Diegan, if you're a Californian, you have to get in contact with Mark. I've got a homeowner's insurance policy, an earthquake insurance policy, a life insurance policy through Mark Nimitz, and he could not have made the process easier. And he has saved us so much money on these policies. He can save you $750 just by switching your insurance to him. There's a link to his website. If you click in the the, uh, description down below on YouTube or You can see it on the screen right now. You can get free quotes online. Auto, home, renters, life, earthquake, whatever it is, Mark Nimitz is there for you. He's a San Diegan. He's a diehard Padres fan. The next time you have an insurance need, get in contact with Mark. He'll talk to you about the Padres. He'll save you money on your insurance. Renewal policies, new policies. Please, if you support this channel, please support our partners like Mark Nimitz, the title sponsor of The Wrap-Up Show. And all his information is always above my head. MNimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that uh, John and Jim from The Wrap-Up Show sent you. All right. I want to get back to these supers. We appreciate you guys hanging out. Uh, We're kind of just getting started. Padres lose 5-3. The dynamic that's playing out, obviously, is this offense. But really what Bob Melvin said, we're not going to play it here for you because of copyright issues, but – you, anyone here, knows what he said. He was very critical. He said they need to play better, um, and he's flat out frustrated. He got ejected from this game. It boiled over. He was still clearly upset post game with the way his offense is performing. And he's basically, and I'm paraphrasing, it's it's enough is enough time right now. And you're only 38 games into the season. Carson, thank you for your super chat. Says can't have automatic outs six through nine killing us. No team has stars hot every time they at least average 6 through 9 hitters to help with slumps blame them for runners in scoring position okay i mean a lot of teams have automatic outs
2: i bet you if you go to the Braves right now like look at their lineup and they have a great one through 5 but i bet you they have at least one automatic out in their lineup but do they have the 3 here, let me show you. All right, so they lost to Boston yesterday, five to two. All right, top of their top of their order, Acuna is hitting three forty-seven. That's good. Matt Olson sitting two forty-three. That's fine, but he has oh, my fucking phone. He has an OPS of nine oh nine. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Eleven home runs on the year. Austin Riley's hitting two forty-six. All mm-hmm. right, but. He has, I mean, he has an opus of 739. It's not the greatest in the world. Sean Murphy, he's like the greatest player ever. He's in 288. Eddie Rosario, he's in 257. Ozzy Albies, he's in 272. I found the automatic out in the lineup. All right. Who? They have one. Michael Harris, the second. He's sitting 216. That's it.
1: Yeah, but the difference, like you just said, is they have one where the Padres, I mean, if you're starting yeah. out and Nola and Kim and Grisham.
2: Yeah. An Arcia at the bottom of their order, sitting 339 with a 911 OPS. That's their nine hitter. The Padres' nine hitter is, uh, who was their nine hitter today? Austin Nola is hitting 152.
1: It was like a promotion. Like, who wants to hit ninth? Like, hey, sign up at Padres.com flip, backslash flip a coin. Knife. But
2: yeah, you should, the, the the Braves lineup that should be the Padres lineup. Yeah, those no, numbers are just a read way to you, better lineup. It's a way better lineup. And do
1: they have as many stars as the Padres? Do they have... I mean... The star thing, maybe that's... Yeah, that's overblown probably. You know, you don't fall out of bed as a star and hit. You're a star because you consistently are capable of hitting. But that doesn't guarantee them anything. $300 million contracts have guaranteed them nothing. Because we talked about today, they've spent a billion dollars on this infield. And okay, they're 19-19. The first
2: first five in your lineup are all all all-stars. And three of them have been top five in
1: MVP voting multiple times. Right. But what have you done for me lately is sports, specifically baseball, and right. they got to produce now. Hot Wheels 84, thank you for your super chat. He says, having an offensive coordinator as opposed to a hitting coach and looking off speed instead of fastball and adjusting to off speed makes everyone late on fastball. I don't know the dynamic with it. I, I'm, I, listen, I understand that maybe it is different. Offensive coordinator, assistant hitting coaches, maybe they have gotten too cute here. Maybe there is some level of blame on AJ Preller for the way he has sent up this coaching staff and the offensive side. That that's a possibility. It is a little unique. Clearly, nobody's had answers analytically, front office, coaching staff for some of the struggles. I don't know if it's as simple as you know looking off speed instead of fastball. I mean, but I'm not in the meetings. You know, I don't know what they're doing each and every day. I assume they're game planning every day.
2: Off season, we were very blunt. Like, this is an
1: umbrella if this
2: team does not perform this year. um, But I can also say, like, do we need to have the discussion about roster construction? Because Oh, did you bring up the RC term? I did. I did bring up the RC because you can assemble a bunch of talent, but does the talent mesh well? I mean, the, mo- the most wins in a Preller era is eighty nine.
1: I don't know though. When I looked at this roster, I mean, I still look at this roster. I'm not like, man, it's. I don't. I don't see top heavy. I guess we can say it with the offense. I don't see it with the bullpen. I don't see it with the rotation. I think the back of the rotation's been good. You know, I think the bench has improved with like Cruz Carpenter on it, as opposed to where they were last year. I'm not I, saying I, it's a perfect I, roster. It's not. I
2: mean, no, yeah. I mean, they're professional hitters. Like I'd rather have them go up there and give you an at bat than. Brett Sullivan, time, I mean, you know what I mean, or like Jose Zocar, so or Adam Engel, but I mean, these guys aren't just getting it done. Um, it just seems like year in and year out, it's a system wide failure.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, listen, we all have to have the same feeling. Now they made the National League Championship Series last year, which and they played very well for a month. the The final two weeks, of the regular season, the first two weeks of the postseason, they played very well. Was it lightning in a bottle? Um, we should give credit to AJ Preller and Bob Melvin and Peter Seidler for that run. But the truth is that, I mean, it's been frustrating for a long period of time, even under Preller, you know, you're talking about from a developmental perspective, you've had some issues from a offensive perspective, you've had issues. They caught some lightning in a bottle there last year. They did, but I don't know. We don't really. I mean, does anyone really want to talk about last year when this is the most anticipated season in franchise history? I don't think we can rest our laurels on last year at this point, Thirty-eight games in, dude. I'm I'm
2: done with last year. I'm I moved on. That was a great season. NLCS it was. You know, it was great. fun. It, it, honestly, though, most of that season was kind of frustrating. To be honest with you, it was. It, it, it ended, you're right. It ended on a high note, and and then it kind of all came crashing down in the NLCS. Uh, <laughs> it did. It did. It's true. But this year is this year. It's not last year. Okay. It's just not. And 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 Manny had a great year last year. But guess what? Right now, he is not ha- having even close to the start that he had last year.
1: It's the just, complete opposite. Just crazy. You can. It, it's it's too simple to say this. But it's like you can, you add Fernando Tatis Jr. and Xander Bogart, who have both had moments already. Worse. And you're not – I mean, they got off to a way better start last year. They were one of the best teams in baseball at this point last year. What, what was the stat? It was they got
2: shut out in their, like, 84th game. They got shut out their fifth game in their, like, 84th game last year. And they've been they shut out, out been five
1: times in their first, like, in like, game 17. 25 this year. You're like,
2: what? How's that possible?
1: It doesn't make sense. Run it back. Thank you for your super. He says, need to be more aggressive with pitches around the middle. Got to be a aggressively passive. Dodgers hack at great pitches, spit on okay, bad pitches. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. But I don't know. I mean, they're watching the same games we are. They, they got film. They have analytics. I mean, they have everything. That it. <laughs> they have track man. I mean, they, they can they have too much. You know what I mean? They got to take all the data they're getting and simplify it. Dummy it down. Because whatever they're doing right now has not been effective. And I it's will say for Juan Soto, but collectively,
2: I will say for all the negative talk about this team right now, I do think that that Bob Melvin calling these guys out today is going to light a fire under those guys' asses, and I think they are going to go out and win two or three against the Dodgers this weekend. Just because yeah, you said that today, if yeah, I just feel I like if they don't and if they don't go out there and play better baseball then that's a bigger problem. And I, I'm, I'm going to put faith in this team that they're going to take what Bob Melvin said to heart, not only telling them behind closed doors, but calling them out publicly, which you call a player out publicly as a manager, they're going to listen. And hopefully they turn the shit around.
1: I'll so, tell you what, man. Blake Snell Friday night, tomorrow night, boys had a big start. Boys had a big start. I don't want to see yeah. tomorrow night 7-1 Dodgers and it's 4 nothing after the second inning. Like, okay, just, you have to show up. Win or lose, this yeah. ain't no 7-1 loss tomorrow night, okay? Put, if you lose 9-8 and you got some crazy back-and-forth baseball game and something happens late and they beat Martinez or Hater, then we could talk about that. We could talk about Martinez and Hayer. But, no, I don't want to see Blake Snell go three and two-third innings and throw 95 pitches and the Padres be down by five runs before the game starts.
2: Like, how about you go out there tomorrow night? You score five runs score off May. First. You score first. You score five runs off May, and you get him out of the game by the fourth inning. How about that?
1: Well, he's got a two six eight. Okay, great. tell me, can they do it? You know, I mean, we've watched this team. Can can they make a good put pitcher look bad? They they have occasionally, but can they make a good pitcher look bad at Dodger Stadium on a Friday night?
2: And that's what we were all expecting this lineup to do: is make good pitchers look bad yep. and beat the shit out of bad pitchers.
1: Yep, hasn't happened. Nope. Um, Carlos, thank you again. He says, Chrono took the 80 million and ran. Horrible second batter. He has not played well recently. His numbers actually aren't that bad. Jim, we went over him earlier today, that mid-700 OPS. Seems He's, like he's getting on base because of the walks here recently. Dude, his on base in the last week is like 550. Right. He just hasn't contributed with big hits. He has been on base. We've seen him hit. We've seen him hit a lot over the last three years. Coming, I mean, this guy's been... Pretty much tried and true here. I I have faith in Jake Cronenworth playing a much more valuable role than the role he's played so far. Um, I don't mind extending the lineup by putting him in the top four, by the way, and then pushing it all down. But, you know, he's a part of the problem, like most of these players have been, but he isn't the problem um, is the way I would look at it right now with Jake Cronenworth. Yep. Agreed. Uh, real quick, guys, you may see, actually you do see, pinned at the top of the chat is our link for our friends at FOCO. So this is what is pinned at the top of the chat right now. This is a great Father's Day gift idea that is coming up next month. The San Diego Potters floral button-up shirt. You've seen us wear it the last couple of days. I have it right here, actually. Boom! Okay. Look at that floral shirt. This is a great shirt. Jim and I have been wearing it. Uh, officially licensed, everything through FOCO. Again, if you're looking for gift ideas, the Padres fan in your life, birthdays, Father's Day, friends, family, there are so many great items at FOCO, including this one. Check it out, the San Diego Padres floral button-up shirt. Jim, we've talked about bobbleheads. We've talked about different apparel, the straw cap. But summer is here. The weather's been beautiful. It's going to get warm, obviously, hopefully, at Petco Park. Um, so again, click the link pinned at the top of the chat, pick up a Padres floral button up shirt. Great for the, whomever Padres fan in your life, but great for father's day and great way to support this channel. Yeah. Do it right now. Do it right now. Be a man. Or Be a man. Click that link pinned at the top of the chat. All right. Let me get back to the supers Padres fall tonight. in Minnesota. They're on their way to L.A., Dodger Stadium, game one on Friday night. Really good question. That one, Homie's Garage. Good to meet you, by the way. About a week ago uh, down at Blind Borough. He says, who's going to rally the troops? This is where I went off on this tangent today on the radio and said, hey, Manny Machado, I need you to look inside and convey the fact that you haven't performed and convey this to either your teammates, and maybe he has and I don't know about it, or convey it publicly and say, listen, I haven't. Lived up to expectations. I need to play better, and if I play better, this team will play better. And I take accountability and responsibility for the way that this team is playing right now. So right. I think it starts with Manny Machado. Yeah, you're the uh, you're the leader of
2: this team. You're the captain of this team, and you're not performing right now. So you need to be the one to rally the troops. Like you can't let. Xander Bogart sh- shouldn't be the guy who's brand new here to be the guy trying to lead everybody. You know, Juan Soto is still newish here, okay? Fernando Tatis Jr., he's just getting his feet underneath him out for not playing for a year. He's still a young player. Jake Cronenworth, come on, give me a break. You're the guy, Manny. Okay. You're I mean, you could talk Musgrove is a leader, Darvish is a leader on this team, but they're not they're not hitters. Okay. You need to be the guy to rally everybody. And I know he's not a big talker. So lead by example and go out there yeah. and have a fucking great series versus the Dodgers this weekend. Plan simple. You do that. That's all that needs to be said or all it'll that needs shut, to be
1: done. It'll shut a lot of people up, including myself. I mean, we all want it. We all want it. It's like, we're coming from a good place. We just haven't seen it. Uh, let's get to Jesus. Jesus. Thank you for being with us on a, such a busy time. Okay. He says, uh, honest question. How is Nola still in the lineup? Because they don't have Luis Campisano and their other catcher hadn't been in the big leagues until like, 17 days ago. they got no one else. I mean, Ethan Salas is, is 11 years old. Yeah, he's, he doesn't have his driver's he's, license yet. Right. He's playing like Legos with with Jones. Right. So, he's still I mean, great. unless they go out and acquire a catcher, which they could have done in the offseason, but they didn't, and it's hard to do in May. I mean, you can go get a backup catcher, but you can't get a starting catcher in the big leagues in May, I wouldn't think.
0: Yeah. I but understand.
1: thank you, Jesus, for the super. Thank you to... Is it Gen Ripper? Gen Ripper? Uh, Strandiego T-shirts when R I S P equals rest in peace. Mm. Strandiego, it's kind of. I don't want. I don't want to make like negative shirts. Exactly. We try not to do that. So we don't. We're not trying to be negative. We're trying to be realistic. I think what's. I think what's unfair is when you go to people and they constantly tell you, "Oh, it's early. It's fine." And Manny's Manny and Soto's Soto and so. You know, what I, mean? I mean, we have to be honest. We, we're watching these games, like we have to be honest with ourselves. They haven't played to their level, to expectations or to their abilities, and that's why we're having these conversations. Even the biggest fanboy out there can't be happy with what they've seen. Right. It, it's just so don't pretend like you are.
2: Yeah. You can try to trick. You can set. You can tell yourself, that, and that's great. I, I wish I was like that. Sometimes I wish that I was like, you know, it's early, and not give a shit. <laughs> right. You know, but um, that's not the case here. We 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 talk about what we see in real time. And in real time, this team is, look what Bob Melvin just said today. If Bob Melvin's
1: yeah. saying it. Then uh, why can't we?
2: Why can't, yeah. And why exactly.
1: can't we all feel that way? By the way, if you're here and you're disappointed and you're frustrated, you should be. That You're not some albatross. You're not some outlier. If, if you're not upset with the way this team is playing, I think that's more of the aberration. I think you should be upset because, Oh. You're spending your time and money, and you are, you know, you're sold this belief that this team was going to be one of the better teams in the history of the franchise, and that has not played out yet. It doesn't mean it won't play out. If this, this was year. the twenty,
2: this is the 2017 Padres, we'd be talking about how great the start was because 19 and 19 is
1: good. Because they sucked. <laughs> because they sucked. <laughs> Different. I mean, Different I'm not market. saying it's 2015, and I'm not saying it's 2021 because I don't think it is 2015 or 2021. But the truth is, expectations were high in 2015. They sold off parts at the halfway point. Expectations were high in 2021. They faded miserably. So there's no guarantees in baseball. This team could win the World Series or they could be a 2015 or 2021 season. That's the thing. It can go in either direction. Choose your own adventure. Padres team. Uh, Jake, thank you for your membership and your super. He says, um, hire Junior's dad is going to do, oh, like hiring Junior's dad is going to do anything for the favoritism stigma there is around this club. They all need to start playing like an effing team, yeah, do they? Yeah, that's interesting. Playing like a team. I mean, I don't know. The, the pinata thing has been fun. They seem to be all pulling in the same direction when you look at when things are going well, like in the dugout when they have big moments from the Tatises and the Machados and the, whomever else is.
2: Yeah, I don't feel that way either. I don't feel that like there's this disconnect because I feel like the team aspect when they do win and when they are playing well seems good is very high. I mean, there's a reason why we made the good vibes T-shirt because. I mean, ever ever since the first game of the Dodgers series, vibes were very high (laughs) and the things were rolling, you know? So I don't think it's that. I think it's just, it's maybe it's mental. I don't know what, I don't know, dude. I'm not a baseball player,
1: but no, you're not. You're a basketball player. Uh, Carlos, thank you again for your super. He says, I can't believe we could have had Sean Murphy and we P-word out because of the price, that trade looks like a steal. Typical Braves just fleecing teams. I mean, Braves are as good of a run organization as there is, I would say, in today's baseball. then and, and the Dodgers are just
2: juggernauts, man. Yeah,
1: and, and they're, you're right because they, they make um, astute moves and they lock guys up that they think should be a part of their core for a significant period of time. And, yeah, what the Braves have done has worked. So, and there's 29 other teams. I mean, the Padres can't, you know, benefit from all trades or all signings. And I guess the Braves deserve credit there. But, yeah, I mean, the difference between Sean Murphy and Austin Nola is like the difference between the moon and the sun. There are some differences. One's hot. The other is, I don't even know, cheese. (laughs)
2: Let's
1: get to Jake, um, who says, uh, thank you, Jake. He says, Nola, get Darvish. That's it. Campy's... Three pitchers, Sully, Snell. Okay, Nola gets Starvish. Campy gets three starters. Sullivan gets Blake Snell. Okay. when? Yeah, I mean, when Campy gets back here, I don't know. When Campy gets back here, guys, is he going to be able to start three out of every five days or are they going to work him back in? I mean, he's never started three out of every five days in the big leagues. We've barely seen this guy.
2: I mean, he always gets hurt. Always hurt. Always hurt. Is he he a guy that that you're going to give the reins to to be the catcher full time? I was hoping, and, and I hope still, that he's the everyday catcher because I would rather see him get at bats than Nola get at bats. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about what the team thinks about him. Does the team trust him? Do the pitchers trust him? I don't know. He's never he's never healthy. He's always injured. He's got a nick and he's out for three months. Like <laughs> right. I don't want to tell you.
1: Uh, Spencer wants to clarify something from earlier. Spencer, thank you, man, for your uh, generous support of this channel. It says, clarifying Mark, the senior comment was hidden. coach advisor situation, not manager or anything crazy. No, understood. Yeah, no, understood. I mean, they're not going to change manager. I mean, they're just not. There's no managerial change coming in 2023. I don't believe there's a managerial change coming in 2024. If Bob Melvin elects to walk away because he's in his 60s after one of these seasons, then that's absolutely a possibility, but uh, there's no managerial change. Could there be a hitting coach change? Yeah. Cause they do that a lot. Um, it's unconventional. It's outside the box. I don't think it's, um, you know, I- impossible to envision, but I don't think it's the first order of business either. I think the first order of business is figuring out a way to strengthen this lineup in some form or fashion or just get this lot of clicking to a degree that they haven't clicked so far this year.
2: Just like, I don't know, be league average with runners in scoring position. And this team is like five games over 500 right now. Probably. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, how about this not be the worst team in baseball with runners in scoring position? How about that? How about you start there? How about you this know, not maybe, be the, how about, that, how about they don't be the worst at something?
1: Well, maybe they could use some more. From our friends here on The Wrap-Up Show, great supporter of the channel, ORA.organic. Click the link in the description down below if you want to get to this website. They have all plant-based nutritional products, including a probiotic that has been such an important part of my daily routine that my wife is now taking the same daily probiotic from Ora. So we have multiple orders of the probiotic, digestion, heart health, mental clarity. It is a great, great product. If you've never taken a probiotic, go to ORA.organic. If you are taking a probiotic, switch to Ora trust me, I've taken probiotics for a decade. It is a great, great product. So they have the probiotic. They have proteins for after workouts, pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, you should be taking omega-3 oil that's plant-based. They have immunity pills and they have sleep pills as well. And they have a million other products and it's an amazing company. And they're San Diegans. Their co-founder, Wills of San Diegan, uh, huge supporter of this channel, offices in Liberty Station, and everyone's looking to get healthier. So you can Shop and browse as you watch the wrap-up show. Click the link down below in the description or go to ORA.organic. Find something that will benefit your lifestyle and health for yourself, your spouse, your family, your friends at ORA.organic.
2: Yeah, go there right now, www.ora.organic. Everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle, it's the cleanest on the market, all plant-based, all organic. Uh, Go out there right now. Will's a huge Padres fan. Help support his company by picking up some supplements and uh, you'll feel better about yourself. And what will you do, John?
1: I think you'll probably thank us in the future. Like not now, but like, right. Maybe you could say later, like down the line, you'll Go tell it. us. Thanks down the road. Yeah. JD's third. What's going on, man? Thank you again. If you're here, Padres fall five, three, it's the wrap up show. Um, the curse curse is real. Never do that again. I mean, we can talk about this. We keep using this blue in the face line. We can, It is what it is. It was probably a bad idea. I don't think it's the reason why Trent Grisham struck out today. But, you know, it was probably dumb. They need to play better regardless of what they're putting on the damn video board, you know. But since then, they're one and four. And since then the Padres, or excuse me, the Dodgers are maybe four and one. So not great not great uh hbvv B R B F B B F B N. what's going on man he oh. says don't blame players slash aj need different coaches ridiculous okay what, what's being said here don't blame players aj needs different coaches ridiculous so i'm not sure if you're saying we should be blaming the players or we should be blaming the coaches i'm blaming the players in the field Bob Melvin's yeah, given, that's where I'm starting.
2: Bob, bob, bob melvin has given a hand that he is dealt mm-hmm. the hand that he's, you know, this is who he's got. So it should be good enough. What do you expect him else? What do you, what do you, Oh,
1: we should hit Manny clean, like lead off. Like
2: what, what do you expect him to do?
1: Yes. Yes. That is, that's the answer. Okay. Nola. Didn't Nola like lead off opening day last year. God, uh, <laughs> Carlos, what's going on, man? Thank you for the super. And I'm with you here, Carlos, 80 million for walks. No, of course not. Um, what just happened? Did like everyone just break all their dishes in the sink? I think so. Um, he says, great, screw that. Give me that player that hits doubles the eventual home run. He's not the problem, but everybody is underperforming. No doubt. Yeah, no, I mean, it's kind of like the Soto disease. It's like, well, we, we kept saying, I kept saying, he's getting on base. We're like, well, yeah, but he's got to do more than just get on base. Impact. He's got to do more than just walk. And I think you could say the same thing with Jake Ronworth. He's He's got to be able to do more than that. Now, again, he's walked a lot the last six, seven games. But, yeah, he, he hasn't hit consistently this year. Right. Yeah, it's about impact.
2: Um, you, need, you need some impact here. And right now,
1: uh, you're not getting much offensive impact from Jay Cronenworth. You're just not. You're not. Uh, HBVV, thank you again. He says, this team does not deserve the support slash fans. He said, look at the A's. Um, no, they do. I mean, listen, I you're here because you care. We're, right. we're talking about this because this is what how we consume our days. and our For time. doing an A's.
2: We're doing an A's wrap-up show. There's 10 people in this this chat, right? That many?
1: It would be like me, you, and me. I like have like Aaron. a second screen pulled up. <laughs>
2: yeah, like Aaron and Kristen would be watching Jeez. just because they feel bad for us. No, it
1: could be way worse. I mean, they're 19 and 19. The fan support's incredible, the Padres. This, Jim said it earlier, he thinks they take two out of three in LA. I do firmly believe that this gets resolved somewhere along the line, hopefully soon. But if it's not soon, we have to talk about it. And until it's resolved... Until there's the 14 game stretch where they go 10 and four and score consistently. Well, they just had that. They were nine and four, but they weren't as consistent as you'd like on offense. They had Mexico City. They had Tatis. Until they have a month where they go 18 and five. That's a really good month.
2: Or maybe 18 and eight. Or 15 and six or 15 and seven. I don't know. Like get to 10 games over 500. How about we stop? modeling around 500.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I agree. Nate P. What's going on, man? Thank you for your support. He says, uh, and if you'd like to, by the way, uh, contribute and support, just click the dollar sign below the chat box. He says, they haven't played well, but I'm banking on them finding some rhythm as the schedule gets easier next week and through June. Positive regression soon. The schedule has nothing to do with it. I'm sorry.
2: Um, At the beginning of the year, we all thought and this is what should have happened whenever the Padres play somebody that opposing team should have been like, man, we have a hard series. Padres are coming to town, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Padres have too much talent to be going in a series and being scared or, or saying that, well, man, if we if we're playing a lesser opponent, things would be better. Like, no, you're expected to win the world series this year. You're expected to win a lot of games and you should be going into every series pretty much favored. Do you think that, do you think that they, the went in the series and I mean, people were scared of the twins. It should be the other way around.
1: Yeah. yeah I'm not, I don't put it on the schedule either. I, I think a couple of things that are a little bit um like, I, I don't believe the narratives of it's early and I don't trust in the scheduling aspect of it because it's about like who you're playing and, are they playing good baseball when you play them? And that gets tricky. Yeah, the schedule might be "quote unquote" easier, but what if all of a sudden you run into a team that's not good, but is playing good baseball when you play them? So you just got to play and, those in front of you. And this team should not be relying on the schedule; they should be relying on outplaying people.
2: And you're going to have to beat good teams to win a World Series. Like it's pretty Wait, simple as that. I know. Can it's you confirm. My, I cannot confirm or deny yet, but uh, a couple couple sources have told me. They could get the Royals
1: have, in the World Series. They could you're gonna the have back. to beat good teams to win the World Series. Yeah, Jake, man, thank you for your membership and your support. He says, "Yeah, but Jacob talking about Corona Worth is not an everyday first baseman. He's an All Star second baseman. What's required of those two positions is very different." Move number nine back to second and Carp Cruz first. HSK short DH Xander, not happening. Um, not year one with Xander Bogarts of an eleven year deal. He's going to be your starting shortstop. Carpenter crews aren't capable of platooning at first base. They're capable of platooning at DH. Crews cannot play in the field half the season. That's Mm -hmm. not going to work. So this is the path they elected to go down. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I don't see it changing regardless of how they play.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't don't have a problem with Jake Cornworth at first base. He's actually been a pretty damn good – yeah, defensive first defensive. baseman. Yeah, I he mean, has. I mean, from the shit that Padres fans have had to dealt with the last couple years yeah. with Eric Hosmer at first base, it's a massive upgrade. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> and right. You know, and you
1: guys know it. Patman0074, thank you for your support with the Super. He says, not sure if this has been corrected. I don't watch live, but Jim was saying Manny is lost. He's been hitting 300 in May. He's found his way. Well,
2: I didn't mean like thing. lost, like he just looks like he's an automatic out every time up there. I meant for the entirety of this season, Manny Machado has not performed like Manny Machado. And so for that, I am saying like, yeah, he, he's, he's lost this year. He's not the guy that he was last year, and he's not the guy that we have accustomed to see consistently.
1: I mean, I, and I do get your point, Pap, because I've been watching, we've all been watching, and he has been yeah, reaching he, more he often. He's here for a little bit more power. Of course, the two-home run game in Mexico City, I think, flaws it a bit. But then again, he was over in one of those games in Mexico City as well. Um, okay, better in May than April. Needs to be better in June over. than May, I guess yeah. is what we're all saying. I'm not saying he has to hit 400, but he's going to have to hit for power, and he's going to have to carry this team for a couple of weeks at some point. Yeah, because like he's the best player on the field. Right. Um, let me get to this from Nova's Ventures, who says, just joined, did we talk about Odor's turn at second? So I was literally at Yard House in Mission Valley, when that all played out, that must be nice. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, no no problem. And so that's interesting you say that. So we're talking about when there's one out, Honeywell's on, they come within a fraction of a second of turning a double play that ends the inning, and you would have been tied at three. And then Correa comes up and he hits that two run double. It was that on Odor. Was it a terrible turn? I, again, I was, I'm at Yard House. I'm having a poke, you know poke salad, drinking water, talking to a buddy. Whoa, don't. Ruin a good time with John yeah. Schaefer. so I mean, is it different? I'm asking if it's Kim, and if um, it is, then that's that's it's that's bad. If I remember, it's just the way that it was turned by Odor.
2: It was just his like mom- God. His momentum was bringing him to the third base, I guess, to third base, and the only way he could have had a chance it is was thrown across his body, and like jumping in the air. It it might have been not the best turn from him um but with what with what his momentum was doing i don't know what else he could have done in that situation so maybe before Hmm. he caught the ball he should have been more balanced and not have a full sprint towards third base maybe maybe it changes if that's not if that's the case
1: um, can you pull that comment down? Thank you, Novus Ventures. I want to remind our viewers about our partner here on the wrap-up show, Underdog Fantasy. I'm going to show you how easy it is to play and win, by the way, in a moment. You can go to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code Wrap P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You get a 100% deposit match up to $100, and you can win 20 times your money in a single night, 20 times. You get a couple of pick right, you win three times. You get five right, you can win 20 times. You can miss one of your picks and still win 10 times your money underdog fantasy the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports double your first deposit up to 100 dollars by using promo code pods wrap that is p-a-d-s-w-r-a-p i'm going to show our viewers right now jim how easy this is to play and win all right you can see it on the screen right jim yeah so here's what i'm going to do i'm going to choose a pick them right now um you give me the nba pick them jim okay so next heat no 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 i'm, I'm going to make you Choose a Warriors situation you, if it's in you here choose for tomorrow. Andrew Wiggins with like three broken ribs. Well, you could choose a Warrior or a Laker. What do you want here? Curry over higher than 31 and a half points. You want Klay Thompson higher than four and a half rebounds. You want Draymond Green higher than 14 and a half rebounds plus assists. You could, what's going to happen tomorrow? What's the Lakers you, one? Uh, Lakers, you've got LeBron James higher or lower than 26 and a half points. Higher so we're going to start there so jim's got higher now by the way your pick you can start in the nba then you can move over to major league baseball so let's go to baseball let's take an aztec for life you like tie france against detroit with more than higher, eight fantasy points higher okay. and then let's cap it off let's cap this playoff with let's find a padre for this dodgers series let's find a padre and let's bet on the padres tomorrow night so to speak
2: did you, did you miss it
1: oh there you go Tatis. okay tatis a big night and here's how easy it is so i'm gonna put in 20 dollar bet i've got insurance if i get two out of three right you're gonna win 20 dollars. if i get three out of three right i'm winning 60 bucks oh, dude submit confirm there it is boom okay we got lebron higher than 26 and a half points we got ty france higher than eight fancy points we got Fernando Tatis Jr. higher than nine and a half fantasy points. It's so simple and easy. It's fun. It's a great way to do daily fantasy. It's easy. It's simple. They have daily drafts as well. Again, underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code PODSWRAP and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Think I win? No. Dude, I think I get two out of three. I think you win. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um. All right, let me get back to the supers here. Appreciate you guys hanging out. We know it's been a it's been a interesting day for Padres fans. There's no question about it. With what really because of what Bob Melvin said, because we've all been feeling yeah. it once the manager says it. I think we would have said the same stuff, but Bob Melvin really emphasized yeah all of it. Uh, Carlos says X going to give it to you. San Diego dead man batting. What did He's you say been- about his last thirty games, Jim? What?
2: He's got like a 620 open. I mean, it's not good. He is. I mean, 30. He's lost 30 games, and the team's played 38. Center Bogarts has been really bad.
1: Isn't that crazy? Yeah. He was reaching. Good. Remember, he had the 20 something game on base streak, but he's walking a lot. Is 30. 30 games. Franchise record. It was 30? And didn't it end because like Soto like didn't ran watch like baseball? Yeah, he ran into an out. Yeah, that's right uh run it back thank you it says carp and crews need to start having consistent starts we know kim can't hit consistently uh chronoworth carpenter s- number two manny number three soda number four tatis five bogey six chrome carp seven crews this is no 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 we're not going to be doing this one no 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 nope, no 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 nope, nope, no no no, sorry, run it back. Run it back. Melvin's keeping the job. You're 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 staying with us yeah. on the wrap-up show. Yeah, stay here. Stay here. If don't, things get don't, really bad... Or quit your day job, buddy. They'll probably hire someone else. Even right. if things get really bad. Yeah. Um, Carlos, appreciate thanks effort, again. Though. What's that?
2: I said, appreciate the effort.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for the super. Seriously. He says, take me back to Mexico. I was so hopeful and naive. Man, 16 runs, Jim. Carlos, take a deep breath, buddy. It's okay. That's the thing. I mean, it, it, this is... Gonna even out in the laundry, right? I mean, th- this team will it has to produce. They're not gonna be all of a sudden. They got a better chance of being eight over in two weeks than they do of being eight under, right? I mean, come it on. has to, or else we
2: literally know nothing about baseball. No, if this team does not make the postseason this year and don't win close to ninety games or even on, over ninety games, then nobody knows
1: anything about baseball. Correct. Which we already kind of knew. True. <laughs> the, yeah. But that would confirm it. Um, Guys, before we get out of here, I just put a link in the chat and I'm going to pull it up on screen as well. I'm going to have Jim tell you about our brand new merch here on the wrap-up show. Hold on, hold um, on. We missed one super. Hold on. Oh, well, I'm such an idiot. Peter Parker, th- Spider-Man. Oh, Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Wait, isn't he the guy that goes into the um, like phone booth and becomes famous? You know what I'm talking about? It's like he starts the day like me and by the end of the day, he's like a superman i don't know what to do anymore guys i really don't is it peter parker
2: no you idiot that's superman they're not even the same universe who's peter parker
1: spider-man oh is that really his name yes oh and look at his logo he's got is that a spider-man logo on the left or no that's spider-man in the venom costume bro i don't know i haven't i haven't seen some of the recent ones
2: Anyway, back to the super chat. Yeah, really I was there live for the series. Spent the last couple of hours at a bar
1: to drown my sorrows. I just joined. Need therapy. therapy. Well, have fun. <laughs> I mean, we're here for you. It's been, I mean, we talked about this for three hours today on the radio. We're talking about for another hour oh, and 15 tonight. Just a um, lot, guys. It, we, yeah. Please, tomorrow, go better. Please, Blake Snell, pitch better. Please, offense, do something. Of course, please, just, Jim, uh, t- tell us about the wrap-up show merch that i'm clicking on that you normally click on well there's
2: always good vibes on the wrap-up show so Mm -hmm. we made the good vibes sombrero t-shirt and sweatshirt uh multiple colors the best shirt quality you can get women's shirt we got crop tops Uh, we also have the pinata john and jim city connect shirts we have the brown and gold pinata sweatshirts and t-shirts we have the afeta shirts for women and men wrap-up show logo which is behind me every show city connect shirts back of my head we have john and jim logo shirts as well a bunch of other types of shirts there wrap-up show t-shirts wrap-up show hats um and it's all the best quality out there so go pick up some merch um and we'd greatly appreciate it
1: All right. So I just put the link in the chat. We do appreciate your support of this channel. Again, better days are ahead. You pick up that merch, wear it to Petco Park, wear it around, tag us on social media, by the way, we will share that. Uh, Maggie, thank you. Still wearing her good vibe shirt. The vibes are feeling real questionable, (laughs) but the shirt is real comfortable. Now that is, I like that. That is a good endorsement, Maggie. Yeah, That is a really good endorsement.
2: And it's, it's, it's nice to just to
1: wear a shirt that,
2: Symbolizes good vibes because that's what we should all strive to have is just good vibes all the time.
1: No doubt. Even though everyone's fucking pissed off at this stupid team, I guess can I just conclude by saying this because I don't because I already know what people are going to say, and I hate that I always have to preface this. They're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, everyone overreacted," and you got no, we didn't overreact, we reacted right. So we didn't overreact do we overreact when they win 10 straight and we lose our minds and say, this team's incredible and nobody can stop them and they're going to win the world series. I might do that. I might do that. That's what I'm saying. Like we're reacting. If they do win 10 straight, then we're going to say, wow, look around. Is this the best team in baseball? Now maybe there's somewhere between the 19 and 19 team and the 10 straight win team that we haven't seen. (laughs) So, I mean, we're going to react. We're doing this every single night for you guys. You guys are are on board with it, but you you know what I'm talking about. People are telling us, oh, come on, seasons are long. You shouldn't even be talking about it. React, John. React. Oh, we're reacting. We're reacting. Reaction. Now, Jim, before I got to do one thing before you go, because this is, there's nothing Jim wants more in his life than back to back Best of UT Awards. There's nothing. Nothing Jim wants more than Best of UT. So we won Best of UT something last year radio show, and we're nominated again for Best Radio Show and Best Sports Talk Show and Best Drive Time Show. If you wouldn't mind, I just put the link in the chat. Just click it, find us. I think we're nominated in three categories. All you have to do is enter an email. I think it takes something like 30 seconds to vote. We really do appreciate your support of the channel. We, I think, have just a couple of more days until the the voting ends. It's like May 15th, 16th, somewhere in there. So there's just a couple of more days to do it. If you happen to be here live or on replay, if you support the work we do day in and day out, we really would appreciate it if you click on that link and vote for us in the Best of UT awards. Last year, that was an option because I was nominated for like personality of the year somehow. How is that even possible? What is this? Tatis' solo shots
2: Mm. aren't going to cut it.
1: Well, what do you want him to do when he leads off the game? (laughs) Any homers on the first pitch he sees?
2: I want home runs. It's true, though. That was a solo
1: shot. It wasn't a two-run shot when he led off the game. That was a little concerning.
2: Pedro says if the Padres
1: sweep, they'll vote 100 times. Oh, my God. I love that, and I wish they did. No, the only way on YouTube real quick you can get like an award is you need 100,000 subscribers. We're a little bit far off. We're like 95,000 off. We're 95,300 Padres fans away. So good segue to if you're a Padres fan, please do subscribe. We're here for you day in and day out, in season and out of season. Um, <laughs> this is funny. It was Jim. So true. It's It's Jim welcome to life with Jim that I mean, is so funny
2: that's that's pretty funny Gus.
1: so is this by the way <laughs> time to fire up the subscriber bots you had 95 thousand of them We should just we need to buy subscribers like some people I've Jim made know. them two out of three I'm with Jim'm I'm, I'm gonna I'll, I'm on I'm board Jim I'll I'm buying what you're selling go win two out of three two or three they don't', God, who they are don't... fourth behind so do the UT Nick Canepa. <laughs> Nick Canepa behind Soto. Jay Poser leads off. Um, Guys, Jim will be with you tomorrow night. I'll be at the Red Hot Chili Peppers jamming out. Oh, it must be nice. Look Standing at you. in line to see the show tonight. Bam. I don't even know, but I've been listening on Spotify. Um, All right, guys. Thank you. Padres Fall tonight. A lot of baseball still in front of this team. 19-19 and heading for Dodger Stadium this weekend. We'll be back with you tomorrow on the radio. Join us at Fair Play, by the way, in North Park. We'll be there tomorrow from 3 to 6, broadcasting live. John and Jim, great spot in North Park. They've got the game on, of course, at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Join us at Fair Play in North Park tomorrow, talking Padres baseball on the radio. Then join us tomorrow night, game one of a three-game series against the Dodgers. For Jim, I'm John. This has been the wrap-up show.